Hi guys, Coach B here. Welcome. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Welcome to a brand new season of Transformative Talk with Coach B. I know we've been gone for a little bit, but we are back with brand new episodes, brand new topics, uh, brand new transformative thoughts, transformative truths. I'm so excited. Uh, Thank you for uh, waiting patiently for the podcast to come back. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that, I'm sure, over the season. Um, But just welcome you guys to Transformative Talk with Coach V. I'm so excited to be with you today. We're in a brand new year, brand new expectations. We're going to continue to show up and do our work, and we're going to continue to dig deep. We're going to continue on this amazing journey um, that we've started. And if this is your first time listening, welcome to the podcast. Welcome um, to the journey. I celebrate you. I am so proud that you have made a decision to begin your journey to changing the way that you think, the way that you talk, and the way that you show up um, in the world. I'm proud of the fact that you have made the decision to um, show up and do your work and know that you have someone here to support you, to encourage you, to guide you, um, and to uh, uplift you in those difficult times. We're definitely on this journey together. And so welcome. Um, So we are going to uh, start off with just a couple of housekeeping things. Make sure that you have uh, your favorite journal or something to write in. Um, Have a pen, take notes. I hope that these are things that as I talk, there'll be some little things that you'll jot down, maybe even ask questions about Um, I would love to hear any comments, suggestions, questions that you may have. So you can always send me an email at info at vanessaogreen.com. I would love to hear your comments and questions uh, for future episodes, maybe even a little Q&A. But I want you to take notes because the things that we talk about are things that I am hopeful you will be able to implement on your journey. Um, They will be tools and skills that you will be able to make a part of your routine or even to start something different, something fresh or something new in your life. And that's really what this podcast is about. Just considering some things, um, talking about how we got to the place that we're in and what we can do to change, to get out of that stagnant place. And so, um, I hope that you're ready for today's episode. Um, In the previous um, seasons of Transformative Talk with Coach B, we've talked about what it means to be made new. We've talked about uh, what it means to um, do the healing work, to be renewed, to be restored. We've talked about what it means to be empowered, to walk in that authority and have that, that influence, that positive good influence over uh, those that we're connected with or those that we know that we have that type of influence and impact with and to do it with confidence, not with arrogance or to be haughty in our spirit, but have a real confidence 
um, in that empowered place. And we've also talked about what it means to be inspired. Uh, We've talked about uh, the creativity and innovation that it takes, the strength and the purpose of knowing uh, what we are here to do and um, being productive, there being actual fruit from that inspiration um, in walking in the gifts and callings that each and every one of us has on our lives. Now, for anybody that knows or has followed me for any length of time, um, will know that Made New is the name of my coaching and consulting firm. Uh, So we talked about that. Um, and talked about even just the purpose of me creating um, my coaching and consulting um, and mentoring firm. But we also talked about being empowered and inspired because those are two of my foundational, um, or two of my standards. It's a part of my foundation to uh, empower individuals and inspire individuals. And so if anybody knows, um, then the third one is uh, to be transformed. And so today's episode, we will be talking about what does it mean to be transformed? Um, What does it mean to uh, actually go through that transformation process, what that looks like? It's a brand new year. um, And so I know we talk about transformation. We talk about change and and doing things differently to uh, definitely have a different result and um, have great things happen in our lives. And so there's a transformation process that must take place. Um, And that's even a part of or a large part of what I talk about um, in my book, The Butterfly Emerges, The Journey to a Transformed Mindset and a Transformed Life. Uh, we talk about the process and the things that I experienced on my um, journey to transformation. And one of the key things that we did talk about was the fact that transformation is an ongoing process. Um, it doesn't matter what age or what stage you are in your life. There's always transformation taking place in the way that we behave, in the way that we talk, in the way that we think. It's always transformation. We go through different experiences in our life. There are different things that happen to us that impact the way that we think in the way that we see the world, the way we see ourselves, the way that um, others play into our lives and where we are. So there's a constant transformation and it should be to where we're constantly transforming. I don't want to be the same person that I am um, in this moment. I don't want to be that same person um, six months from now, definitely not from a a year from now. So there should always be transformation taking place. I know that I am not the same person that I was in December of 2022. I'm different in this present moment. And so I embrace the transformation. Every experience that I have, every encounter that I have is all a part of my transformation. And so I should always um, be open to that. 
So we're going to talk about um, what it means to transform. I always like to kind of talk about the definition um, of a word to get better understanding and then be able to dig a little deeper into that. So I hope that you jot some things down that you can just use as reflective points or even journaling points for yourself um, as time goes on. So when we think about the word transform, we think about um, changing in our character or our condition. We um, oftentimes liken it to um, changing um, our outward appearance. You know, when we think about transformation, maybe as far as weight loss, um, or, you know, we changed our hair color, or uh, we dress a little bit differently. So a lot of times we think of transformation in that way. You know, if we went from, um, you know, losing weight the way that we, you know, carried ourselves and the way that we dress to now, we've lost weight. So, you know, we changed the way that we, dr- we dress a little bit. We've transformed. There's been an outward transformation. Um, we also um, think about, you know, when something is transformed, there's been some revision to it. Um, a makeover um, oftentimes is what we, you know, will oftentimes women will call it. Uh, uh, we had a makeover. Um, there have been adjustments that have been made. So these are some words that are synonymous when we think about transformation. And again, we oftentimes talk about transformation and the outward appearance, but we don't always talk about the changes that take place inwardly. We don't oftentimes talk about the inward transformation that takes place um, in an individual, in us. Um, And that should always be the case when it comes to transformation. To me, I feel like when we transform our outsides, that we may be covering up some things that still need to be dealt with inwardly. But when you truly do the work on your heart, on your spirit, your soul, um, your emotions, feelings, when you really do the work on those things, there's a transformation that happens inwardly that cannot help but impact your outward appearance. People will see there's a peace, there's a glow about you. You know, you'll hear people say, you know, you look different. There's something that is a, a, a little different in your eyes. There's a sparkle, a life, a light that is in your eyes because you're truly doing the transformative work on the inside. And it really is something that is tangible and attainable. It is real. It is very evident. And so we're going to talk about what that looks like and how we can get to that place. But first we're gonna talk about how we got there. How did we get to this place that we're afraid of transformation? Why are we so afraid of that? Why is that such a scary word? Why is that something that we tend to run away from or shy away from or we abandon in the midst of the process? Um, And so I wrote down a couple of things that as I was sitting and preparing for this episode, um, God just shared with me and I want to be able to share them with you. And hopefully there'll be things that you will just sit back and really kind of think about and consider. I know there are things that I definitely can relate to in my own life. 
um, when it comes to transformation. I can definitely relate to each one of these things uh, and see myself see myself in it um, and have to oftentimes really just take a moment and step back and just say, hey, you know, sit in this and embrace it um, and let it be something that propels you forward. Um, and so the first thing that um, I want to talk about is that we don't always want to do the work. And let's be honest, when we talk about transformation, we talk about, you know, living life differently, doing something differently. We we don't want to do the work. We want to snap our fingers or wake up the next morning and think that it's just going to all be taken care of. And that is not a reality. If I want to lose weight, I can't just expect to wake up the next morning and the weight has fallen off. I have to do some work. I have to work out. I have to change my eating habits. I have to be more disciplined as far as uh, what I eat, what time I eat, how much I eat. That's it's just it's going to require some work. So I've got to do some. I've got to put something into this. I got to work out. I got to do the workouts. I got to set aside the time. I can't keep making excuses. I have to be mindful of what I put in my body. I can't, you know, just say, well, I'll do it tomorrow or, oh, it won't hurt to do this. We don't want to do the work. We know that when we have to put ourselves in that position, that it's going to require something of us. It's going to maybe bring up something that we don't necessarily want to deal with. It's going to bring up old emotions, old thoughts, old feelings. Um, It's going to bring up something difficult. But if you truly desire change, you've got to be willing to do the work. You've got to be willing to say, you know what, this is the time that I am going to face this and I'm going to face it head on. And I know it's going to be hard. I know that it's going to be uncomfortable. I know that um, it's going to challenge me in ways that I haven't been challenged before, but I'm up for the challenge because I I have to change. I'm either going to stay the way that I am or I'm going to, you know, truly make the commitment to change. And I truly want to see some transformation and change in my life. So I'm going to do the work. The next thing is that we are afraid of losing ourselves and or our identity. Because let's let's be honest, you know, we've for some of us, uh, if we're truly not operating from a place of authenticity and being real and genuine, we have created this this character. We've created this persona, this person, um, and we've operated in that for so long we're afraid of losing that. We're, we're afraid that people will not like us anymore or stop talking to us or, you know, and the fact of the matter is, is that um, that probably was not your most authentic and genuine self to begin with. But we're afraid to lose those relationships or to be in the cool kids club or whatever we want to call it. That's what I call it. That's just me. But oftentimes we're afraid of of losing some things. And honestly, those may be things that weren't really serving us. Um, They may have been things that were not necessarily in our best interest to begin with. Um, But we still use that as a driving force or factor or an excuse or a reason or a justification why we do not um, 
embrace the transformation process in the way that is truly beneficial and fruitful for us. Um, another thing that I thought about is, um, one, when we, not only do we not want to do the work, a lot of times we don't complete the work. Sometimes we quit when it gets its most difficult, when it becomes, um, almost unbearable. Sometimes when it is the absolute hardest thing, we just quit. We completely give up. We come up with every reason why we can't continue. And that's usually the point when the breakthrough is about to happen, when there's about to be a point of transformation, when something is about to shift or change, when it becomes the, the uh, for, like for me, I, I said, you know, when things are, are, are getting really tight and really difficult and I just feel like I'm just about to flip out or just completely lose it, that's when the change really starts to happen. So I know for me, I have to stick with it. I got to see it through. Um, I started working out again, probably in late September of last year. I had been really good and really faithful up to a point. Summertime came, traveling, um, going out to restaurants, eating really well. Weight started to creep back up on me. Absolutely did not like it knew that I had to do something different. So one of my good friends, we just said we were gonna hold each other accountable. We were gonna start working out. We were gonna start um, you know, taking care of our bodies because we understood um, that it was not just about our physical health, but it was about our spiritual development, um, our, our, our spiritual growth and maturity. It was about our emotional and psychological mental well-being. So we just started to hold each other accountable. And there were many days that I just did not want to do it. There were many times that I'd be working out that I, my muscles were getting tired. Um, I was sweating and I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to complete the workout. But I knew that if I gave up, I would find another reason not to do it tomorrow, that I wouldn't do the workout at all. So a lot of times we will start something and we're on fire, we're excited. Um, and then something comes up, something gets a little bit difficult and we don't press past that. So then we completely abandon the mission. We completely abort the mission. And what a shame because then we don't get to experience what's on the other side of that of that small little inconvenience. We don't really get to experience the transformation in the way that we're meant to experience the transformation. And then finally, we don't do the maintenance. We'll get to a great point. We'll lose the weight. We'll have a completely different mindset. Um, we will get to a great place where we have peace. You know, we've forgiven, we've moved on. Um, and what happens is we don't continue to do the maintenance. We don't do the mental maintenance. We don't do the emotional or spiritual maintenance. We don't continue in our prayer life. We don't keep studying the Bible. We don't keep doing the devotionals. We don't keep going to therapy. We don't keep going to counseling. We stop working out. We stop eating healthy. And so what happens is we end up possibly far worse off than what we originally started out with. 
we did all this great work. We persevered. We, we, we showed up every day. We were really present. We were really committed and we see the results. And so we think that there's all that, that that's all there is to it. And the fact of the matter is, is it's not, there has to be maintenance. You have to continue to do the work. You have to continue to do the the physical exercise, the mental exercise. You've got to continue to feed your spirit with the word of God. You've got to continue to have a prayer life. So that transformation continues. It's not enough to just say that we reach the finish line. That particular part of the journey may have ended, but there's still yet farther for you to go. So we can't just get to that place and say, well, that's it for that. That was just one portion, one part, one level. There's still much to do. And so we have to do the maintenance. We have to continue to stay in God's presence so that we know what's next. Because that what we did in that season is just preparation for something that, let's be honest, is going to probably be a far greater challenge that's going to really push us and really test us in our physical capacity and our mental capacity, but it's going to only get us to another level of transformation. And so we have to understand that everything that we go through is preparation for something far greater. And if we don't go through that, if we quit, if we don't even start, if we keep making excuses, we'll never experience these things that we say we want to experience. We'll never have the things that we say that we want to have because we're not willing to invest. It's an investment. It's a commitment. Just like God is invested and committed um, to us and the relationship because he gave his only son, we have to have that same mindset. He's not asking us to do what his son did, but he is asking us to take what he has given us and be faithful over it and be good stewards over it and use it to glorify him and to help other people, to help empower and inspire other people that they too also want to be transformed and be made new. You see how all of that goes together? You can't have one without the other things. They're all associated. They're all connected. And it's such a beautiful thing when you see all the pieces come together. And so if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that we have a transformative thought every week. If this is your first time listening, then you know we have a transformative thought every week. It's something that we use as an affirmation. It's something that we use to continue our maintenance or to encourage ourselves, to push ourselves. It can be a journaling prompt that you use um, for yourself to just sit back and maybe think about how you can implement this or um, further uh, embrace this as um, a new part of your journey. And so this is our transformative thought for this week. I embrace the beauty of my transformation. I know a lot of times we may think of transformation, especially if we think about the butterfly and how it emerges into this beautiful, colorful creature that we often see flying around. But if we think about the stages, they don't necessarily look so pretty. And when we think about Um, the stages, especially when the 
um, butterfly is in that cocoon stage. Think about being in a cocoon and you're growing, how uncomfortable it is, how um, there may not be a whole lot of room for movement or wiggle room or to adjust yourself. That's all a part of the transformation. So we have to embrace the beauty of our transformation. There are going to be some ugly parts. There may be some things that may come up and come out that are unpleasant, that may be a little bit uncomfortable, but listen, it is all a part of the journey. And there will definitely be a beautiful part that you will be able to uh, behold and witness in yourself because you pushed through the most unpleasant, uncomfortable, uh, unsavory parts of the journey. So, My prayer for you is that you will embrace the beauty of your transformation. No matter what it looks like in this moment, believe that there is something beautiful that is coming on the other side of this process. And so for every episode, I like to have a scripture that's kind of the foundational scripture that we also stand on when it comes to us dealing with these thoughts, um, how we got here, and then what we can do as next steps are transformative truths. Those are things that we can now implement um, and to begin to change our, our thought process, our mindset, our heart posture, our attitude, um, the way that we talk about things, and then the way that we also communicate that to the world through our actions and deeds. Um, those are our transformative truths. And there are things to just encourage you and to give you comfort in knowing that, you know, you're not by yourself, that these are just going to be some things that you have to just remember through the process. Um, and so we are going to stand on Romans 12 and 2. And I love the New Living Translation um, of this particular verse. It's a very familiar passage of um, scripture, but I love how this um, how this uh, version of the scripture um, is stated because there's some words that I want to be able to uh, definitely uh, point out as we talk about the transformative truths and your transformation process. And so Romans 12 and 2 says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Wow. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I absolutely love how I I love the New Living Translation of this scripture. I love how it says don't copy. Oftentimes we copy what we see. We emulate what we see on social media, um, what we see on television, um, what we may see other people doing. And that may not be what's best for our lives. And as a matter of fact, that may not even be real. That may be Um, forced. It may be very inauthentic. It's not genuine. It's not coming from a real place. And then we try to emulate that and wonder why we don't get those results or we're covering up our own 
pain and hurt and disappointment um, because we don't want to deal with that stuff. And so we, we, we send out our representative everywhere we go. And God says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let me, let him transform us into a new person. And it starts by changing the way that we think, the way we think about ourselves. What do you really think about yourself? I challenge you with that question on today. What do you think about yourself? And if you are not sure about that, if your thoughts are negative, if your thoughts are are thoughts of um, based on what you, your past and the choices and decisions and things that have happened to you, I challenge you to allow God to just come into your heart and speak to you about what he thinks about you, what he says about you. And by allowing him to transform you into a new person and changing the way that you think, you will now understand and know his will for your life. And his will is nothing but good and pleasing and perfect. It is, he only wants the best for you. Not confusion and chaos and disappointment and heartbreak and hurt. He only wants the very best for you. And so let's look at these transformative truths and talk about how we can begin that process um, to truly embrace the beauty of our transformation. So the first thing that I thought about was the fact that your transformation requires your participation. Now, earlier we talked about um, not wanting to do the work, not completing the work, not doing the necessary maintenance. We got to understand that this transformation process requires our participation. Anybody that has been listening to me lately um, in the last you know, few months, I've been saying you got to keep showing up and you got to keep doing the work. So I have to actively participate. My relationship with God, I have to actively participate. I can't just lay back and treat him like a genie and expect him to do all these great things for me. I have to show up and do my part. And so transformation requires my participation. I have to um, I have to be willing to do it for myself. I may um, I, I, I think about times when you know I've talked to people and encouraged people, about, you know, really implementing things in their lives and they can really see something dramatically change in their life. And I really, really want it for them. My husband and I actually had this conversation earlier um, and uh, I was telling him, you know, as much as you may want something for a person, they have to want it for themselves. I can talk to you about it. I can encourage you. I can tell you the benefits. I can... Um, even show you based on the fruits in my own life. But at the end of the day, they have to want it. And so I have to be willing to show up and do what is necessary so that this transformation can take place. I have to be obedient to every instruction that God uh, gives me, no matter what it is or what I think about it. If God said it, I have to obey it and I have to do it. 
If it means that you need to get a coach, if it means that you need to go to counseling, if it means that you need to get a mentor, if it means that you need to go to therapy, you need to do that. You need to invest in yourself. Again, we talked about it earlier. This is an investment. Just like God invests in you, just like Christ made the investment by giving his life, you got to invest in you. Stop making excuses about the money um, or the time because we spend time doing what we want to do. We spend our money on what we want to spend our money on. That's just the honest to goodness truth. But at the end of the day, when it comes to this transformation process, you need accountability. And we don't like accountability. And I think that I'm going to even do a podcast on that um, and talk about that. But we all need the accountability. And so get yourself in a position where you have an accountability partner that will challenge you in doing the work that is necessary to get the transformation process rolling and that you will complete the process, that you won't just quit, that you won't just stop in the middle of it. The next thing is this is what we have to be mindful of when it comes to transformation and going through any type of process. Refusing to to transform or to go through this process means that you um, will remain stuck You'll remain in this place of stagnancy. There will be no movement. There will be nothing new added. There will be no, um, there will be no fruit on the tree. There will be no new leaves that come on, you know, your tree in the springtime. You'll be stuck. The sun is not going to shine in that direction because you refuse to stretch yourself towards the sun. You refuse to step outside of your comfort zone. Uh, we're, we we cannot continue to be afraid of change. We can no longer use that as an excuse. We can't, you know, we can, we can be really great at making excuses and justify our uh, inaction or our, and really at the end of the day, it's our unwillingness to commit to something. We're committed to that excuse or the story that we've told for so long. And so that means that you are now committing yourself to being stuck, to being stagnant. You you're okay. You 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 um, are complacent. You feel like you worked really hard. You got to this place. I don't want to do anything else. It was too difficult to do this. And that's not God's best for you. That complacency is not God's best for you. And so when you refuse to show up and do the work, then you're saying that you're okay with being stuck and stagnant. The other part of this is is something that really struck me as I was um, thinking about um, what else I wanted to share. And God just brought it to my remembrance is that if I refuse to go through this process, if I refuse to do the work, if I refuse to show up and do the work and, and go through this transformation process, I'm holding up somebody else's journey. I'm holding up somebody else's process. My transformation is not just for me. Others can be positively impacted by the work that I show up and do every day, or they can be negatively impacted by my refusal to show up and do anything. 
And so transformation, going through this process, going through this journey is not just for me. It's for somebody else. Somebody is watching. Somebody's listening to what you're saying. They're paying attention to every move that you make. And that is helping them to decide whether they are going to quit, whether they're going to start, whether they're going to continue to do the maintenance. They're basing their decisions on what they see you doing. They may not ever say a single solitary word to you. You may never know the influence that you've had on their life, but they are definitely watching. And that is an awesome responsibility to have. And I do not want to be a stumbling block for somebody else's breakthrough, somebody else's deliverance, somebody else's... um, self-actualization I don't want to be um I don't I don't want to have that be on my conscience because I continue to make excuses and made it about me all the time when Christ was in the garden of Gethsemane and he was honest with God and said hey I don't want to do this I don't But then remembered that this was not about him and then went back and said, not my will, but your will be done. And so my attitude has to be that it has to be the father's will. So if I have to go through this difficult place, if I have to, you know, have this season of um, hardship or suffering, I know that there's something great coming out on the other side and it will only enhance my transformation process. It will enhance my relationship with God, relationship with myself. I'm no longer in this um, place where I'm stuck, but that the creativity only increases. I have greater understanding and revelation about the things of God. I have greater understanding about myself. I'm exposed to things that I wouldn't have normally been exposed to had I just refused to show up and refused to do the work. The last transformative truth that I want to drop on you today is that the only person stopping you is you. You've got to remember that going through this transformation process, you're not losing yourself. You're not losing your identity. You're actually going to be a higher version of yourself. You're going to gain more of an understanding of who you are and your purpose. You'll have more of an understanding of why God created you, why he gave you certain gifts, why you're so sensitive to certain things. You really become the better version of yourself with each transformation that you go through. And ultimately, you become what God needs for you to be, who God originally intended you to be before you transformed and morphed into these versions of of yourself to please people to get this job, to be in this relationship, to have this friendship, to be a part of this organization. It's a stripping away of all these layers of who we thought that, you know, the world needed us to be to to reach certain status or to acquire certain things. You're just going back to your original form, the way God created you, what he put in you. You discover those things. And oftentimes we rediscover through the transformation process that this is who God created me to be in the first place. 
And the fact of the matter is, is that as time goes on, you can't take that old version of yourself into to new places. You can't expect to go into new places or new doors or opportunities to be open to you. And you're taking the old version of yourself, this fake person, this representative, this this um, inauthentic person, this not real person, this facsimile that you think that they want in that particular place. You can't take them there. You're not going to gain anything from that. And then you're living a lie. When you're in the process of transformation, it is the truth and nothing but the truth. So help you God. And so you're stopping yourself when you refuse to do the work, when you refuse to show up. So the only person stopping you is you. So check in with yourself from time to time. See where you are, how you're feeling, what's going on in your heart, what's going on in your mind. What are those thoughts? That's what's the great, that's a great uh, benefit to journaling because you can check in and as you're going through this transformation process and you go back and read those things and see how your thinking has changed, how your attitude has changed. You'll see that in what you have written down. You'll hear it when you talk to people how it's gone from not being really sure, not being confident to walking in the full confidence um, of that inspiration because you've done the work and it's not something you heard about. It's something that you actually know for yourself. Transformation is hard. Let's just be honest. It's, it's hard. It's uncomfortable. It can be unpleasant. It's painful. It strips you of some of the things that you've held on to very dearly, you know, for the sake of your own sanity and to protect your image and your heart. It's difficult. It's very, very difficult. It exposes things about you. It exposes things about people that you surrounded yourself with. It exposes you to things about situations that you thought were one way and now you're seeing it a lot clearly through the eyes of God and you see it clearly and it can be very hard. It can be disappointing. Um, You may be in a place where you're misunderstood. You may feel isolated. You may feel very alone. But let me tell you this. It is all worth it. You're never alone. God is always with you. He will always provide a peace that surpasses all understanding. What you may find is that you may find people that are in the same situation or you will meet people that are maybe just a few steps ahead of you and they'll say, I know where you are. I know how that feels. I have been there. I just came out of that season. So they can walk alongside you. They can hold you accountable. They can help to guide you through those difficult situations. I have a very good friend. She's a few um, years older than me. And a lot of times when I share things with her, she's like, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've been there. I know exactly how you're feeling because I felt that exact same thing. And so she's able to offer wisdom and a perspective that I didn't think of. She's able to offer me encouragement on why I should keep going. She's able to inspire me to continue to love and and walk in my purpose and, and God's assignment on my life in spite of what I'm going through because it is going to be for the greater good. 
And so you have to have those types of relationships. You have to have that type of accountability and know when I can see the fruit in another person's life that encourages me and inspires me to keep going because I know it's going to be worth it. And then when I experience the victory in having overcome that because I trusted God, I trusted the process no matter what it looked like, the transformation is so great because I'm seeing it through fresh eyes, brand new eyes. My heart is not heavy anymore. I can speak from a place of victory. It's so worth the process. It's so worth it because now I know when I go through another difficult season, I know that I'm not going to be understood. I know that I may be isolated. I know that people may assume one thing when it's really something else. I already know going into the situation, what could possibly uh, try to rise up to try to discourage me or frustrate me or make me give up. So I'm stronger and I have more tools and skills. I'm equipped. I'm better equipped to deal with the naysayers and the negativity. And so when I go through the situation, even though things may try to rise, I know that God will not allow them to prosper, that I will be able to give a godly response versus giving a fleshly reaction, that God will always be glorified in anything that I do because I continue to go through the transformation process. I allow him to strip away the attitude. I allow him to strip away the negativity that instead of saying what I really want to say, I say something that is edifying to the person. And that even if they still don't understand, that's okay. That's not on me. That's on them. I continue to embrace the beauty of my transformation process because I know that it is going to greatly impact not only my life, but those that are connected to me. And that whatever I am losing in myself, I am gaining something far greater. Embrace the beauty of your transformation process. Continue to go through the process no matter how difficult no matter how lonely, no matter what it may look like or feel like or sound like or, or anything. Don't worry about what the naysayers have to say. Transform anyway. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I hope that you'll come back next week when we have a brand new topic um, and we continue to uh, show up and do the work that needs to be done so that we can continue to inspire and empower um, others. I am so proud of you for taking this step. I encourage you to keep showing up, keep doing your work, and remember that I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time. <laughs>